and worship are separate. You work throughout the week and worship on Sunday, but this isn't the biblical view of work. The Hebrew word avodah is translated into English as worship, serve, and work. The Hebrew concept of worship was all-encompassing. It wasn't just a Sabbath thing. We've asked several people in our congregation, none of whom work in ministry, to think about how their lives mean more and how their work and worship are woven together. Welcome to the podcast. Today we are joined by Jeff Keeling and Jim Garvey, who is an EMS in Johnson City, Tennessee. Missed you at church yesterday. Yes, I was at work. I was at work trying to do my uh, thing. Um, saw a lot of broken people yesterday, so I tried to fix them as best I could. What, um, obviously, you, you, just, you just used a term, uh, a uh, broken, that is not uncommonly used um, in Christian discussions about us. Um, but when you talk about it, what kind of breaks did you see yesterday? Well, I, I, a lot of times I, I think of the breaks as uh, um, I see people that are physiologically broken as well as mentally broken. Uh, they, they are at wit's end and uh, we're kind of in a tumultuous time right now where people are desperate in our region. Um, we have a lot of people that are impoverished, starving, uh, working from paycheck to paycheck. Um, we have people that are, are doing desperate things. Uh, some of them have actually, I mean, I see a lot of, uh, suicidal ideation in this region. Uh, these people are, these people are broken. Um, their, their hope, their hope is very small. They, they don't have a lot of hope. Is it exacerbated compared to the X number of years? And you can talk about how long you've been doing this. Um, here recently? I, I've been working in EMS for 28 years now. And I would say over the past five years, it has been exacerbated uh, considerably. Um, I've seen more, I'd say a higher percentage of, of people that are having mental breakdowns and, and moments of despair are just overwhelming now by comparison to what they have been over the past 26 years. What is there that you are able, if there's anything related to your faith that you're able to draw upon just for yourself anyway, uh, when you spend five days or seven days or however long um, with that confronting you consistently to to help yourself maintain your faith and your outlook, and is it ever a struggle? It's always a struggle. I I go into every day hoping that I don't say the wrong thing to put someone over the edge, and I always hope that God will work through me to uh, say the correct things uh, that I can I can be that person to witness. The, the one sheep brought back with the other 99 uh, and and maybe even just give them other people a glimmer of hope. That's not usually the outcome, is it? It, 
we have systems now in place that are very broken. Uh, our healthcare system is very broken. Our uh, we have very limited resources when it comes to me- mental health. I hope that on an individual level, these people can find a, a find hope somewhere. And it, even though it may not be me, I hope that I can offer just a little bit, even just saying one little thing that will actually uh, trigger uh, some hope in their life. What do you do when you come home from from particularly bad run of, of work for yourself? Uh, you know, that's I, I vent. Uh, Teresa gets a lot of it. <laughs> Probably what gets me in those moments of I, I get angry every once in a while. And it's hard to see me get angry because I, I'm just such a kind of uh, easygoing kind of guy, you know, but uh, um, sometimes people just get in my face and I have difficulty. I have difficulty in people sometimes uh, believing that uh, some people, I, I just get jaded. I'm, I'm sorry, but I do. And yeah, Teresa takes the brunt of it. She, she, uh, she listens to me, and then uh, I come down off my little, my little rant. <laughs> yeah. How do you think it would be to do this kind of a job without faith in God? It would be very difficult. I would say that some of the things that I have seen, I cannot explain without being, without having faith. I've seen people that should be alive that are not. And I have seen people that are alive that I have no explanation as to how they are still alive. I really don't. And the only way I can explain it is that it was at the hand of God. But that doesn't sound fair. It, it doesn't sound fair, and I don't know why that is, but uh, it's just it's something you have to live with, and you have to believe that um, there is a reason. Uh, I don't know why I made it to par- through paramedic school. I don't know why I haven't been hit by a truck and run over, and, and like some of the people I've seen, you know, left on, in a ditch, dead, you know. Uh, I don't know why that is, but I be- I have to believe that uh, I'm here to do something. I don't know what it is. Are there any particular pieces of scripture that <clears throat> you that are special to you, and as, as it pertains to your job? The I think it's Matthew 18, Luke 15. The night of the hundred sheep, one gets lost in the wooded forest. It's the uh, 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 Jesus, uh, one of the things Jesus was talking about, one of those Jesus stories, and the word I'm looking for, I can't remember, but parables. Parable, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a parable. Um, um, we are all kind of that way. Uh, uh, sometimes we get a little lost. There's another word. You, you get broken sometimes, and sometimes you're just lost. And I think that. Uh, um, Jesus is so happy, or God is very happy, when we can be brought back into the relationship with God. What would you like the people at Grandview to know about how they could 
lift you up and lift up your colleagues, pray for them, think of, of them in terms of their role. Um, you know, <laughs> there's, uh, there's the days when uh, they throw out the barbecue for first responders and uh, there's t-shirts and dare I say trite sayings about how much we love our, you know, police and first responders uh is that does that sometimes seem a little shallow and is there something more that i can do and angie can do and the other people uh, at grandview can do to lift up you and your colleagues the average barbecue where someone comes out that's on an ambulance and they're they have to they're in between runs oh yeah they're gonna offer some food so i'm gonna go over there and get some food uh, you know, that's great, but uh, this interview has actually even brought about a lot of thoughts in my head as to how my Christianity actually intertwines with my work and my job. Um, praying for us is always good. Uh, empathizing with us and understanding that we go through just all kinds of, we see it, the atrocity of man firsthand. Uh, we see shootings, stabbings. We see people jumping off of buildings what was going on in your life and your head and your heart when you decided to go to paramedic school? Every kid grows up thinking that they're going to be a superhero, that they're going to do something with altruism uh, throughout the rest of their life. And they're going to be just the hero of the community. <laughs> I think every kid believes that. And uh, I was, I didn't know what I wanted to do at a certain point, and I, and I thought, you know, I think I could be really good at this. And I went to ENT school, and I became a firefighter, and uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun. I understood it very well, and I wanted to help people. I wanted to help people physiologically become uh, better and save their life. I wanted to save lives. Has it fulfilled you in some ways in that regard? Yes. If I could say that it was all about money and making money in the job place, in the work, uh, I could say that that has definitely failed. We don't get paid a lot, uh, but it is so rewarding to come home and think to yourself, wow, that person wouldn't be alive today if I hadn't been there and, and done my job. So um, that is very, very uh, rewarding. The reward is beyond just the monetary, beyond any monetary value. Do you have some concerns that the profession is going to have difficulties even attracting enough people and keeping enough people to, 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 to carry out its mission? I, I think about the way I was paid initially. When I first got into EMS, it was thought of as like a career. You could actually use this as a career. There was a point where um, the EMS services around this community were thinking, oh, it's just something that you want to do while you're going to school or um, as like a vocation for a little while as you figure out what you really want to do. And now it is back in into the, the uh, category of, oh, you can make an actual, career, an actual career of this job now, again, finally. And uh, I think that that will actually take care of the dearth of 
of uh, paramedics and the EMTs that are out there now. I think it's changing quite drastically, especially after uh, post-COVID. You said you've been doing this for 28 years. I assume it's a physically demanding job. <laughs> yes, it is physically demanding. It's not as bad as it used to be. Uh, at one time, we used to have to pick up a patient by patient uh, single-handedly or with two people, and we didn't have equipment that uh, that worked with us as much. Now, we have electric hydraulic cots, and uh, we have stair chairs and, and mechanisms to, to move people that are much better than they used to be. At one time, I, I would say that you had a 95% chance of having a back injury when you entered the career. I can't say that now. It's much less than that. Um, I've seen so many people come and go because of injuries on the job. I wish that uh, some of that equipment could have been out there a lot earlier. That's for sure. You you seem to have a a, a, um, a positive outlook on life that's somewhat natural, but uh, very um, serious and sometimes uh, distressing job. Uh, is there something about the particular community and family at Grandview that has been a help to you over the years? Yeah, I think they they understand what I do. They, they respect what I do. There are a number of people that are uh, very educated at Grandview. They they work in the hospital. Some of them work in the hospital. Some of them are doctors and they see me on a regular basis uh, in my workplace as well. So they, they understand what we do and they, they have a certain amount of respect and they, they understand when I have a bad day and uh, they're there for me if I really need them to be. Yeah. You know, first responder, you get the first look. That's pretty raw, isn't it? Yes, it's very raw. And we get into some environments that are horrible, or we see them just in a really bad situation, whether it be a wreck or their their cars underwater and they're in a bubble, or uh, we, we see all kinds of stuff. Um, it's different. It is much different than if we are in an emergency room in a controlled environment. It is, it's kind of wild out there. I think the people at Grandview definitely uh, respect us for what we do. And they, I think they know, most of them know what I do. The hand of fate uh, doesn't necessarily only come to rest on people uh, who don't have a lot of money, does it? No. It's been said by Bill Gates in a commencement speech, I think, to UCLA that uh, people for thousands of years have tried to to circumvent mortality. And I'm paraphrasing this quite a bit. Uh, but ultimately, we all perish at one point or another. And mortality has no prejudices. Uh, eventually, we all will perish. And this is even mentioned biblically, but uh, physical bodies anyway. Uh, and we get to see a lot of it, unfortunately, what we do. Uh, I think that my faith has actually been something that I can I can look back on and say, "Wow, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm very comfortable. Eventually, if I if I pass away, uh, I'll be very comfortable with it because I believe, and I believe there's much more than to me than just this uh, what's going on right now. 
in this world. That's a wrap, sir. And uh, thanks uh, for sharing some of your downtime with me. I hope I haven't digressed too much on some of the answers that I have. Not, not, not in my world, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Jim. Take care. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff.